Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. You are listening to the COB podcast here at Ausbiz. I'm your host, David Scott, joined today by Annette Beecher, and I should say, may the fourth be with you. And the fourth was with somebody, but it wasn't with the Aussie market. We actually, uh, on a chart, it looks fantastic if you can get your hands on one. Busy morning, opened up, then sort of lost a bit of ground, and then from lunchtime onwards, you could hold a pencil up to the chart, Scotty. Absolute See you later. Let's wait for the Fed. Yeah, down about three-tenths of a percent for the CBO Australia 200. A little bit less for the XJO, but uh, yeah, it just planked, didn't it? Uh, it sure yeah, did. That was at the index level, but uh, underneath the surface, as it often is the case, there was a lot of activity, a lot of updates, of course, coming through as well. We've got that Macquarie conference, which is underway at the moment. So getting lots of uh, no news flow coming through from the corporates at that event. And uh, yeah, getting some uh, really interesting outcomes. Uh, no, some of those today that have come through, just looking across uh, some of the list, ARB didn't update today down 11.7 percent so i thought bull bars were supposed to go and smash everything yeah, out of the way it was a small cap um pick actually last week with mark whittaker he thought that people were still because uh, you can't get a new one right so you might as well trick out the one you've got but anyway someone might actually come through and say it looks uh like an impressive buy but yeah we had uh flight center coming out it had a good march but not feeling too flash after that and jb hi-fi yet again not giving us forward guidance the market said go away close down five percent yeah i looked at jb hi-fi's results and look rock solid and i can tell you though sales for the current quarter doing all right thanks to scuddy's i uh, know <laughs> bank balance uh, just being, yeah, it's, yeah my uh, my extra savings has uh, gone to the uh, to the dogs uh in part because my tablet decided going on the brink so i had to go and get a new one and uh, jb hi-fi was the recipient of those funds mm-hmm. yeah but yeah it closed down about five percent a lot of uh, also those uh, techie med tech kind of names i uh, know the battery material space under a lot of pressure as well today a uh, zip uh after having a bit of a bounce in uh, the last couple of days been absolutely thumped i think we should Probably touch upon what's going on in the bond market as well at the well, moment. Well, yeah, I think that's that's the issue, isn't it? I mean, we as we did have the RBA hike yesterday. The Fed's going to hike tonight. And the issue with the bond market, of course, is where are we going? And certainly in the case of the RBA, the bond market's like, I don't, I don't believe you're two and a half. We're, we're going to have to go to three and a half. And the US market will tell us tonight what it thinks of the Fed. Yeah, it's been an amazing sell-off uh, in the fixed income universe, not only here in Australia, but around the world. Like where the, the value of uh, no, the actual holdings have been measured in the trillions of dollars. It's, uh, it's been painful. And uh, whilst a lot of people go like, oh, who cares about bonds? Well, I tell you what, you should because they're probably in your uh, superannuation portfolio as part of a balanced super fund. It so, sure is. Uh, that's, uh, that's the swings and roundabouts we're talking about at the moment. Equity markets are not the only thing going down. I'll tell you one thing that does like to go and see uh, those bonds coming off and, uh, and yield higher. It's the banks. 
And uh, ANZ was the first of the other uh, banks that come out. I don't know, bank reporting season, of course, out of our cycle to the uh, to the rest of the uh, yeah, the names right. here in Australia. ANZ first at bat today. I uh, had a pretty decent update coming through. Uh, it was uh, the standout performer amongst the big four. Yeah, it, uh, it, it did do very well today. Uh, and uh, just talking to James Gerrish earlier this morning, he was saying the dividend was higher than the market's looking for. Let's face it, there's a lot of investors out there that do hold the banks for the dividend, 72 cents a share, looking uh, pretty punchy. And there's a bit of a chatter about uh, splitting out bank versus non-bank operations. I'm not sure uh, how far down the rabbit hole they are going with that, but that's certainly a discussion that no one else is having in the big four space. Imagine that, stripping out all all the expenses. Yeah, that's in another unit. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. and, and here's where we get all our revenues from. Right? I don't know exactly how the, uh, the, uh, the, the actual structure may go and work, but interesting to go and see it's going down that path. Keep a close eye on that one. I mentioned ANZ because it's our stock of the day. So uh, today, Andrew was in the hot seat and uh, he went and spoke with Andrew Willett from DP Wealth Advisory and Henry Jennings from Marcus today to get their thoughts on whether ANZ's buy, hold or sell. Take a listen. are in the sweet spot at the moment for banks. The ANZ result was pretty much in line with consensus, maybe off uh, a touch where the market wanted it to be, but generally speaking, no great surprises. Starting to see some loan growth come back into the system. Still trading below consensus at $30. So uh, you want to get yourself that 72 cent dividend. Uh, now's your opportunity to do that. So certainly uh, quite relaxed with ANZ. It's a hold, um, and certainly for clients who are underweight who want it, we'd buy it. ANZ was always primed to disappoint, and it didn't really disappoint as much as people had thought it was going to disappoint. So that's. I guess a slight positive in their favour, but they are undergoing a transformation. Shane Elliott talks about transforming the bank, a whole new technology platform coming through, early days, all that sort of stuff. Um, provisions coming back in, but uh, as Andrew says, you know, part of the bank attraction at the moment is that it's kind of the Goldilocks scenario. It's not too hot, not too cold. I'm a little ho-hum on the results. It's definitely a hold here. There we go, Henry Jennings from Marcus today, rounding off there. Uh, not getting much luck when it comes to the buys at the moment for our experts. It's kind of like one of those out there, hold if you've got it, but uh, if, you, if you don't own it, don't buy it. Don't go, don't go looking. They still seem to think that CBA was the better package. Of course, we'll hear from CBA on another day. But I think what I'm interested in, I think, is next week will be Macquarie because, as you know, they're not just a retail bank. They're uh, much more diversified and certainly an investment bank. So that could be a good bellwether for uh, activity. Well, we'll actually hear from them on Friday. That's when the update's coming through. So looking forward to that one as well. And also, interesting, I, I think Henry Jennings said that he hadn't had a haircut in five months. So, yeah. Oh. Go out there, Henry, and support the uh, hairdressing get the community. Get the economy. Put that, put that money into the uh, to the economy. Those hairdressers <laughs> need it. Uh, look, we had a number of uh, great conversations on the program today, as we always do each and every day. One of those was uh, with Fat Profits, Angus Geddes. Now, we talked about the bond market. I tell you, one person who thinks the, uh, the bond market itself has um, run its course, it's this man, because he's gone and taken off his short position in the uh, in the bond market there. So he thinks that uh, maybe things are a little bit overdone in that space. That's despite having a pretty strong view that uh, no, the inflationary pressures we're dealing with at the moment are likely to persist for a, a oh, quite a while absolutely. yet. I mean, Angus last year was talking about the inflation trade and the commodities trade. So Fat Profits has certainly it. made some fat profits on the back of that one. He's just of the view, and this is a fairly widely held view by, by I guess, by a few, is that we're so indebted, there's no way that central banks will deliver what's priced in. So if that's the case, bonds are, are overcooked. So that was uh, certainly worth a listen as to what he's thinking and how to make money from here. Also, we had a fantastic chat with uh, Redpoint Investment Management's Max Capetta. Uh, towards the end of the day, uh, talking about uh, I know 
forget the CB, oh, the RBA and what's going on there when it comes to rate hikes and the like. That's not what you should be looking for. Confession season is what he's got his eye on at the Indeed. moment. So he gave us a whole bucket load of names to go and watch out for, not only for downside risk, which of course confession season is known for, mm. but also those that may go and outperform to the uh, to the top side. And there was a, a lot of different names out there and in some areas of the market that have had a lot of volatility, which generally offer some pretty good entry points. Yeah, and he went through all the sectors. So we talked consumer, we talked resources, we talked tech. Not all tech is the same. He said there's a couple of bargains and a couple he wouldn't touch with a barge pole. So if you want the proverbial laundry list of getting through confession season, Max is certainly worth a listen. Well, when uh, Carl Kapalingra from Think Markets was last on the trade, I can tell you that uh, the viewers couldn't get enough of it. So I went straight <laughs> to number one at the top of the pops because, of course, we're talking about lithium. So we're going to uh, try and back it up with something that he reckons could be the next lithium. Oh. And that's the uranium space. So we went for a deep dive about what's going on in all things energy at the moment uh, through the charts as well with a bit of fundamentals about where we're up to when it comes to he's, mine development he's a good and the mix, like. Isn't he? he gives you the, you know, the green shade and the white candles, but he also has that fundamental backdrop. So he absolutely appeals to everybody. And uh, yeah, if you... Do or don't like uranium, either way, take a listen because he certainly gives you some pretty detailed analysis. Well, he's renowned for his uh, bottom left, top right charts. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> there's a lot in today's trade. So we encourage you to go and uh, have a view of that one. Uh, look, you mentioned the Fed, so let's get to it. That's going to be the uh, talking point when we wake up tomorrow morning, uh, depending on what time, of course, you get up. Uh, it's going to be the absolute dominant theme. What do we expect from the Fed? We know that it's almost certain it's going to be a 50 basis point hike. Mm. There's no materials for economic forecasts, no, no dots, thank goodness. Uh, so where are we going to get We're going to get any shock here whatsoever or are we just going to get what is being promised and then we're going to rally? That's the hard part. Yeah, we, we were certainly having this discussion off air. We have lots of fun dis discussions uh, and of course 50 basis points is 99.5% priced in near certainty balance sheet management is going to be announced and potentially kicking off as soon as June but it is the press conference that could give us some clues about whether they're still interested in front loading could they go even bigger and bolder are they aware of debt levels so there's still plenty of uncertainties out there after we get past that 50 basis point hike well, my view tonight is uh, all about, uh, yeah, forget about the Fed funds rate. We know that everyone's been talking and trying to clamour over each other to go and be as hawkish as possible, mm. calling for like strings of 75 basis point hikes at the time. Uh, focus on quantitative tightening. The balance sheet is, is not got anywhere near enough attention. Uh, and in my personal opinion, that's where most of the excesses went in accrued during the last easing cycle. 120 billion US dollars a month mm -hmm. the Fed was buying. So all eyes on what it has to go and say about well, the QT. They only stopped buying five minutes ago, Scotty. Exactly let's, right. Let's and, that, and, that's, and that's how ludicrous it is. So if, if you can do 120 billion and probably extend it for more than a year than what was actually truly required, mm -hmm. then why not just go and do the same when it comes to actually quantitative tiny? If you want to go and get rid of those excess reserves in the banking system, which are measured in the trillions of dollars, mm -hmm. that liquidity, it's permeating to all the different parts of the market and everything else. You want to get real rates up to go and slow the economy down and try and get that soft landing. That's what the Fed should be focused on. Maybe, just maybe, they'll start to go and listen. Oh, that would be nice. And do you know what happens when you get balance sheet versus not that many rate hikes is a positive yield curve and we can stop banging on about 
an inverted yield curve signalling a recession. We can have a positive yield curve. The banks can make some money and we can avoid a recession. Yeah, Victor Schwetz from um, Macquarie, you're in the marketplace for a good read. Go and read his latest notes. I'm sure that'll be posted online here, there and everywhere in the not too distant future. But I agree exactly what he is talking about. If you've got the Fed who's just going to be incessantly raising rates and, and into the uh, upper atmosphere, hmm. uh, it's just going to lead one way. You it's gonna, you're going yeah. to get a recession and you're going to be having to go and ease just as quickly uh, the next year and uh, maybe into 2024. That is exactly yeah. what we do not need when it comes to business confidence, consumer confidence, life boom-bust cycles. Look, yep. we, we, we've had enough of them. And it sets the scene for the global marketplace. As, as we know, it's not about the US, uh, aside from the Kiwis. Sorry, Kiwis. We're the first market to open after the US Fed. So if they make a hash of this tightening cycle, you can be pretty sure our bond market won't like it either. Well, if you're as excited as we are, you'll probably be up and about at 4am uh, is when the, uh, the statement will be dropped or a bit of maybe slept deprivation or something like that. <laughs> uh, depending on what uh, what your poison is, it's going to be a big event one way or the other. So look, it's going to be a big day tomorrow. So Annette, let's go and uh, call Stumps now and uh, we'll get ready to be on air at 8.30 tomorrow morning. All right, we'll be here. Stay tuned then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.